Welcome to the Mimi B Podcast. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard, and this podcast is designed to help you become the best version of yourself possible. This podcast will motivate you and give you the tools that you need to get to where you want to be. Hello, everybody. I'm super excited to bring one of them's Tay Anita, aka Tay Landry, back on the show today. She's been on as a guest many times before. And honestly, the last time we tried recording a couple months ago, my computer totally lost the file. So <laughs> this has definitely been due to record another episode with you. She, guys, Tay is the most inspirational human I know. She is so full of light and angel energy and always is positive and such a hard worker. And I'm just so excited to have you on again. How are you doing today? I love you so much. I'm good. I was just saying, like, I feel like I'm every which way right now. So taking this time to just sit and be with you and share this space is really therapeutic. So thank you so much. Honestly, I I need this for my soul. So I'm really happy. I know. Thank you. So do I. You know what? I was actually just talking to another friend on FaceTime earlier and like we were just talking about how weird this time is and like how to stay really, you know, I guess not only just positive, but just like keep advancing in life and like doing as much as we can to, you know, get better, but also just like honor the place we're in. So like how because you've just been doing so much as well, like you have actually been so busy like how how are you finding everything I mean I'm I'm finding it difficult I don't think that this time is is meant to be easy I think that if if you're kind of like coasting through this time I don't think you're using it to its full advantage um I think this time is like is testing us and challenging us in in new ways that maybe we haven't been tested and challenged before um Mm -hmm. I am being I feel like I'm being pressed in on like every single aspect of my life, uh, relationships, friendships, business, career, purpose. Um, I feel like I'm, I'm just being kind of like nudged and be like, is this what you really want for your life? And it's like a restructuring time. It's, um, a reprioritizing time. It's a time to actually be able to, uh, take a step back and forward at the same time, if that makes sense. It's like, okay, how can I move forward into 2020, like the rest of 2020, more sure of who I want to be and what I want to represent. I think that that's been a huge mm-hmm. thing for me. It's been hard. It's like, it's kind of like a stirring up inside my soul. I don't know if you feel that way too, but I just feel like, um, I keep waking up deeper and deeper. Like I'm still like, I'm being like uprooted or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I was actually speaking to an astrologist the other day, and she was talking about how the world is going through like a huge rebirth right now. Like, there is so much going on, and the world is literally going through a cleansing. So mm-hmm. I like to see it that way as well. Like, all of this is happening for a purpose, for a reason. It's not always going to be like this, which is something I think we all need to keep in mind. Like, so many businesses have been been affected. So many lives have been affected. It's so weird not connecting with the people that we're so used to connecting with. And, you know, it can also be seen as such a great time to work on yourself. And like you said, like decide what you want. And um, I think, you know, we've both done that pretty well already. Like how do you have like more? Because for me, 
with quarantine, it's great for setting goals and smashing them because it's like all you can do really (laughs) personal goals. Have you had anything that like any big positives from this time? Um, Or are you still working on certain things that you wish to flourish? Ooh, well, I think that, um, I love the way you said that. Um, I think that so much can come out of this. I think that, well, one, it's, it's how you see things. It's not that like, it's not what's like, it's not happening to be against you, but it's happening to be for you. And I think that any situation that you look at life, you get to decide if it, you know, elevates you or if it defeats you, if it, propels you or if it holds you back just like anything yeah. in life it's like you get to decide what you take from it so this time i could i could be really angry and i could be very resentful and i could be very uh negative because my businesses are you know they're not like they were before all of this happened um you know i've seen people's true colors which i think is a blessing but the fact and and to kind of go back to my businesses um I've been able to get to know my business on a very intimate level and I know mm-hmm. every detail to the nitty gritty. I, and I, that is a blessing because sometimes when things are really good and everyone's just kind of flowing, you don't necessarily always take the time. And, and maybe that's just me, but I think that this time has given me no other option, but to really dive deep into every element of my business, every person that is part of my community, my team, just to be super clear on what I want coming out of this. Um, and I don't think we're ever going back to normal. I, I really don't. I think that there's a new normal. I think that this is in a perfect time to get to know parts of yourself that you didn't know. And I think there yeah. are being parts of you that are birthing through this. Um, have you read Glennon Doyle's new, is it Glennon Doyle? Um, Untamed. Have you read this book? No, I need to read it. Amy Bouchard, you need to read this book. This book is. Oh my God. I need to read it. <laughs> it, it it's insane. It talks about rebirthing. It talks about like, So, for example, she uses this analogy, which is um, she took her children to the zoo and there's a cheetah and they use this golden retriever. I think it was it was some kind of dog and they use the dog to tame the cheetah because the dog just or the cheetah would just mirror whatever the the dog was doing. So it tamed its natural nature like it's 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 true nature it tamed it because a cheetah is meant to be you know like racing through the the fields and and just like very bold and very fierce whereas the dog its nature is to be you know is a domesticated house dog so it just it kind of it kind of parallels with what I'm going through right now because I feel like I am the cheetah that sometimes is trying to be tamed to be like the house domesticated house dog. And I think that, um, this time has actually, uh, activated a part of me that wants to be more and more like the cheetah who I actually think that I'm born to be. And I think Mm -hmm. the grind culture and, um, society tells you to be the domesticated house dog to be, accepted to be loved. Um, and I think it's a really, really powerful analogy that the world tells you what to be. So even during this time, it's like, what's the world telling you to be? Who do you want? Who do you actually want to be? So taking this time to really get honest with what you want 
and who you actually are and not try to be tamed by what the world tells you to be. That's been like a huge, huge positive for me during this time. It's because I don't want to be that domesticated house dog. I want to be, and not to say anything's wrong with that, but that's just not my nature. My nature is the cheetah to go all out and be fierce and and take bold moves. So I think that this time it's like, I have no other option but to create, to make power moves and to make bold moves that, uh, save myself right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know, there's always so many lessons in adversity. That is the biggest thing that I've learned with failure over the years. And I actually read this thing on Instagram earlier, and it was talking about how failure is not the opposite of success. Failure is actually part of success and giving up is the opposite of success. Not even trying in the first place is the opposite of success. So anyone feeling stressed, overwhelmed, lost, anxious, confused during this time, just know that if you keep trying, you will see success one day. You're one step closer to seeing success. And if it comforts you to know that everyone goes through this stuff, whether it's in quarantine, whether it's because they lost, lost their job, it's whatever everyone has to go through it so it's great that you're going it means that if you keep working towards it you keep trying it means that you're one step closer to your success and to what you're meant do uh, until you are doing what you are meant to do is what I'm trying to say so that that's my thought on this um but it can be hard and we both have definitely talked about mental health yeah it's so hard I mean there are days where I'm like what the hell like how am I going to keep moving on? And I think uh, building resilience to pick yourself back up when you kind of feel like you can't. And um, there's, you have to seek out people that will cheer you on, that will be that voice in your head that reminds you to keep going. You know, read the books that light a fire in you, um, do things that are good for your soul. I, I think that a lot of people have turned towards substance during this time to numb the anxiety, to numb the depression, or to just numb what's going on in the world because it is really heavy. But I don't think that you can really make smart, wise decisions kind of coming from a spot where you're not mentally you don't have a lot of clarity in your thoughts because you are turning to substance. And I know for myself, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't use, like, I'm not a substance abuser, but like I, you know, during quarantine, I would totally go for a glass of wine every day or like a cider. And I am, I like two weekends ago, I stopped myself and I was like, what are you doing Tay? Like, this is actually becoming a habit that you reach for that one drink. And even if it's one drink, and even if you don't necessarily feel anything, it's a habit of going towards something to be like, Oh, it's five o'clock, like, or it's six o'clock. And I'm going to have dinner with my friends. It's kind of, we, we, as human beings, we turn towards that to numb things. And I think that during this time, a lot of people have done that and, and you can't make clear, wise, intelligent decisions on what you want for your future coming from that mindset. You can't. You're so right. Yeah. And a lot of people can treat this as it's like a vacation, right? You know, we're not working. Yay. But the people that are actually taking this time to work even harder and to create more with their own entrepreneurial ventures or to come up with new ways and new opportunities, like those are the people that are going to come out of this 
feeling better than when they went into it. And people also that have started quarantine not on the right track, that have started quarantine not feeling great, watching too much TV, maybe, you know, eating too much, walking too little, like, you know, the people that maybe took advantage of this, um, you know, in the negative for the first few months, like, what I also really want to portray right now is that, like, there is still time. Like, this isn't going anywhere for a while and see a positive in that. And that there is still so much time to reinvent yourself in quarantine, in isolation. There is still so much time for you to get back on track. Cause the one big thing that I've been seeing since the past few months, I think is people saying, Oh, I already started quarantine on the wrong foot. I've already, you know, put on a few pounds. I've already, um, you know, lost my job and I'm in a really big hole of debt. Like I've already done that. Might as well keep going down that track. And it's the same mentality of I'll start again on Monday. I'll start on January 1st. It's like, you're going to wait. I cannot stand that. Like to think like that is to actually choose to lose. Like I really yeah. do believe yeah. that because if you have that mindset tomorrow, it's oh, okay. Let's start tomorrow. You're just always putting life off. And for me, yeah. it's like, you have one yeah. life. You get this privilege today in this moment. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. If you don't show up as who you want to be right now, what's going to make you do that tomorrow? Right? Yeah, like that exactly. really fires me up because I meet so many people that they're just waiting for the right time to make it happen or do the thing or, you know, uh, let go of that habit or whatever it is. And then they just continuously wait. You're, you're always going to be waiting. And there's never like a perfect time. The perfect time is right now. Yeah. Hey girls, I quickly wanted to jump on here and let you know that I am using a new hair care line and they are a new sponsor of the show as well. So I'm really, really excited for this partnership and I think you're going to love them. So listen up. Function of Beauty is a hair care company that is formulated specifically for you. No matter your hair type, they create shampoo, conditioner, and treatments to fit your unique needs. How unique, you ask? Function of Beauty has over 54 trillion possible ingredient combinations to make sure your formula is just as unique as you. So here's how it works. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz and tell them a bit about your hair. Next, Function of Beauty's team determine the right blend of ingredients, then bottle your custom formula to order. Then they deliver your personalized formula right to your door in a cute customized bottle with your favorite color and fragrance. They even print your name on it. Plus, their formulas are vegan, cruelty-free. They never use sulfates, parabens, or any other harmful ingredients. Function of Beauty is not just the first ever custom hair care brand. It is the internet's top-rated customized hair care brand with over 40,000 real five-star reviews and counting. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash Mimi to take your four-part hair profile quiz and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com forward slash Mimi for 20% off and to let them know that you heard about it from my show. That is functionofbeauty.com forward slash Mimi. I am so excited for you guys to try these out. I just put my order in and I'm literally pumped. My packaging looks so cute and I could pick my scents and I love everything customized. So I hope you guys enjoy and you can always find the link in the show notes and let's get back to the episode.
It all just goes back to what I call the bounce back rate, your bounce back rate. I talk about this on my podcast very often. It's like, it's not about whether or not you fall off track or you fail or you start the new year on a bad foot. It's not about that. It is about your bounce back rate. How quickly are you going to get back on the bandwagon? And how quickly are you going to get back into that frame of mind that makes you feel unlimited and powerful and just superhuman? Like how fast are you going to do that? Because if you're going to wait till next Monday, then I can tell you right now that you're not the kind of person that will ever see huge success in life because those people don't start on Mondays. They don't start, you know, the next day. They start now. And you will never see a super happy, a super successful person that just Whenever they fall off track, they start on a specific day that makes them feel okay and gives them, you know, X amount of time to keep messing up and feeling crap about themselves until that day starts, right? So, and I think those are like that type of mindset creates hesitation. And I believe that hesitation, the moment that you hesitate something, it's like there are moments, there's like windows of opportunity. And I think that we've actually talked about this before is like, like there's windows of opportunity. If you're not, if you're not going to go for it right now, then tomorrow when you try to go for it, there's going to be even more hesitation. And that's why those people that have that really, really strong back, back like that uh, bounce back muscle is those are people that have gone for it every single time. And they will fall way more than the people that don't go for it because they're trying several things. So they're creating that comeback muscle that is really that is like a key ingredient for success. And if those people that aren't going towards those things that they really want in life, they don't have that muscle built because they're not trying and failing. People that are trying are going to fail because that's just part of the process. Yeah. No, you're so right. You're so right. That's just part of the process. And being hard on ourselves is a waste of time because if you put that energy into actually just being better and being happier and just like loving your life and doing what feels good, then you're going to get to where you want so much faster. And, you know, I'm speaking about this from such personal experience. Like, hey, you know my story. I know your story. Like we weren't always super motivated and clear-minded on all of this stuff. Like it takes practice and it takes, you know, weeks of pushing week of falling off track and, you know, not being hard on yourself for that week that you fell off track because you just get right back on the bandwagon. And if you just did this, every time you thought to yourself, oh, I'll start on Monday, I'll start tomorrow. If you just instead thought, okay, I'm going to restart right now and be the best version of me right now, you would probably be where you want to be right now. Right? Yeah. You have to be yeah. comfortable with, with that and you have to be so kind to yourself. I think Like, there's an interesting thing. There's, like, I feel like there's a fine line between picking yourself back up, being kind to yourself, and, like, giving yourself grace. Because I feel like you and I, we are kind to ourselves. I think there's moments where we feel frustration. I think that we've had to learn how to be kind to ourselves in the process. Because the more that we try now, like, we're trying more things now. So we're going to fail more than we used to. Um, Because the more things you try, the more, more times you will fail. It's just... It's just life and being comfortable with that. But I think like giving yourself grace, being kind to yourself and picking yourself back up. But I can't stand when people just use excuses to be like, 
oh, like I'll try again. Or, you know, it's kind of almost like a pity party in a sense, if you know what I mean. I just, I feel like there, I don't know if you can go deeper on that, but I just feel like there's giving grace and making excuses. And yeah. I think that it's beautiful to be able to give yourself grace and to be kind to yourself. But then the other element is like, are you making excuses for yourself? Yeah, 100%. Excuses is disrespecting yourself over the more that you give yourself excuses, the more you disrespect yourself and the more that you're actually, you know, more and more likely to just actually not change because you have an excuse. You're in that victim mentality. And we all know the victim mentality is one of the most detrimental mentalities that any of us can embody because we don't take any responsibility for our lives. We don't take any, any responsibility. And the number one rule in life is take 100% responsibility for your life. You know, you read that book that I love, The Success Principles. Like, it's the number one chapter, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. I think it's that so good. Is you have to own your decisions, and um, if you're going to go for something, own it. And yeah. if you fail, own it. You have to own every element of it. It's not just, like, owning the successes and owning the celebrations. It's, like, own the defeats, own the failures because those will make you who you are tomorrow. And they're going to build, they're going to mm-hmm. build that comeback muscle that we talk about. It's like you, you have to build that in order to bounce back and to, to get yourself back in the game. And uh, I don't know, all this stuff fires me up. <laughs> you know what, Tay, you just reminded me of this quote that I saw the other week and it said, everyone is self-made only successful people admit it. <laughs> oh my gosh. How good is that? I love that. It's like harsh, but it's core truth. It's like, it's really, really good. So that in itself has always been a driver of mine. And again, I'm saying this from a point of being there. I'm saying this from, you know, because I don't want to just sound like I know it all. Like I've had to go through so much to know what I know right now. And I've had to go through the years and years of victimhood mentality. And I know that you have as well, but you've actually probably, like you, you were always very like, you know, ever since I met you, you've been very focused and driven and always had your own thing going on. But I know you've gone through your stuff for sure as well. Um, And I totally, yeah. Totally was like, I would like sleep until 2 p.m. Like who sleeps until 2 p.m.? Like, that's crazy. I just was, I was in a state that was so not me. And I think that I was just conditioned by the people that I hung around with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, I mean, we always go back to that, but it is like number one who you surround yourself with is everything. It literally is number one. We always go back to this. Like every conversation we have, it always goes back to like your surroundings. Hmm? Yeah, because I mean, it really dictates um, how you show up. And if you believe in yourself, if you're not having people cheering you on, calling you in, not calling you out, if you don't have those people around you, you're... You, you're going to let doubt win because you need to be reminded. And we can't do this alone. No, mm-hmm. like nobody is going to the top alone. No one. And if you make it to the top alone, you'll be boring and lonely. <laughs> you'll be okay. So I love what what kind of direction we're going in. Just like pep talk. 
personal growth, life, life chats, you know, in times of hardship, adversity, all of that. So what are some of your other core principles? Like I want to pick your brain on your top, like success hacks or just like mindset beliefs, whatever it is, like, how do you see so much success in your life? Like you are an amazing businesswoman. I find you one of the most successful people I know. Like you are very successful. You are very grounded. You, from what I've seen, I know you're still working on it, but you really do speak your truth and you do your, what you say you're going to do. So like, what are, how did you become this kind of person? What, what kind of principles have you lived by to be this amazing you? So I think holding yourself accountable, keeping your promises to yourself Um, that has been huge for me when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And if, if I fail, at least I tried and at least, so I, I guess my number one advice would be try, try things on just like you would try clothes on, try things on. If it doesn't, if it doesn't feel right or does it feel wrong? If it feels right, keep moving forward. If it feels wrong, try on something else. I think that that's been a huge thing for me. And, and I get a lot of questions as to like, how did you find your purpose and how are you in such alignment with who you are? I'm like, I tried a lot of things on before I got here and I turned 28 in like a week and a half. And I, I have tried on more things than I believe, you know, a, um, a 30 year old or a 40 year old would. And I need to put an age on it, but I just have been trying on things since I was 16 because if you if you don't try, you're never going to know. So I've never been scared of failure because I surrounded myself with voices that believed in me so much that I could literally fly. And that's, they say it's impossible, but I don't know. Like I still believe that there are possible things in what the world tells us is impossible. And that's been number one for me is I've had people cheering me on and championing me my whole life. And I believed I could do anything. And I still believe that. Um, so, and I'm not scared of failure and try things on. That's my, like, those are my top four things and be true to yourself would be, you know, one of the other things because, and also the more that you try things on, the more you're going to uncover who you actually are, which is mm-hmm. the coolest part about trying things on, is that when you try something on and it's not for you, you then know more of who you are. Um, so someone that is not trying things is going to end up living a life that isn't true to them because they, are, they aren't actually figuring out who they are. You know? So I, I totally that, know. Yeah, try things on. Don't be scared of failure have people that champion you um be true to yourself and the more the more things you try on the more you will realize who you are and what you want for your life 100 percent. and everyone listening right now can probably tell why tay is one of my best friends <laughs> this is so good like pure gold tay pure gold and it kind of actually reminds me of our conversation at the beginning of this podcast about failure you know, like trying things on is like failing. It's like the more that you do it, the more you realize what you actually want, want what you actually are. Right. So it's interesting how, you know, most people never step into the person that they are meant to be. And most people 
don't succeed at the rate that they once wanted to as a kid when they had big dreams and goals. And I think that's because of this fear of the unknown, fear, fear of failure, fear of trying something new that doesn't work, which is also the fear of failure, and just fearing what people think about them to such an extent that it immobilizes them in their you know, quest to become their authentic self. And they just settle for a life that they were never meant to live. And I think both of us have a fear of settling. And we always have. We've always spoken about it. What would you say to somebody listening right now that feels they have so much potential, have so much more to offer this world, but they're stuck, whether they're stuck in their own excuses, their own limiting beliefs, like I'm too old, I can't do this anymore, I'm not good enough. What would you say to someone who has that in them, but just doesn't know what to do with it? And they're, they're just stuck, you know? I think just take a step forward. Um, I think reminding the person that how are they going to feel if they get to the end of their life and they have so many regrets of the things that they didn't do. If that doesn't make you cry and if that doesn't fire you up, then the thing that you want to try probably isn't that great. You know, it probably isn't for you. You're probably wanting, you're probably um, conditioned to believe that you should try that thing on. So maybe that's mm-hmm. just not your thing. Maybe you need to get honest with yourself. Maybe you need to journal. Maybe you need to reflect. Maybe you need to uh, surround yourself with different people that open your eyes. And and I keep going back to this champion thing. But honestly, I can truly say that is my no- the number one reason I am who I am today is because of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So what about someone who doesn't have great people around them. I often get DMs or messages from girls being like, you know, I get the whole you're an average of the five people that you surround yourself with most, but like I'm literally stuck like with family or friends that don't make me feel good about myself. And I always say back to them, like you're never fully stuck. You know, you can't get of someone in your life or it's a family member and you can't really do that. I to fill a lot of space with people that you, you know, read from in books or listen to in podcasts or whatever it is and kind of fill that space with the positive. But like there should be more, right? Like, What would you do if you had friends or family that didn't support you, that didn't make you feel like a champion? Like, do you have any kind of tips or actionable advice for these girls that just like don't have these people in their inner circle? Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely recognize the fact that I have been blessed with such a supportive family and I haven't always been supportive with great friends. I have had uh, friends that talk behind my back. I've had friends that have bullied me. I have had friends that have said really hurtful things to me and it really impacted how I showed up in a space. Um, I had to, I had to work really hard at being okay that that person didn't like me or didn't want to see me win. Um, That is a huge obstacle in itself. And I don't wish that upon anyone, but I do think it's really important to have people and experience people in your life that not necessarily want to see you win because that is just human nature. There are a lot of people on different journeys and not everyone is going to understand the self-development journey that 
that hopefully if you're listening to this, you are on, or maybe you are yeah. being introduced yeah. to this. And that's also really beautiful. Um, and of course you can read books and you can read podcasts, but I always say like, you know, right now I'm single and I always say it will take a hell of a man to replace no man at all. And I think that's the same for friendships. It's like, I would rather have no friends at all than friends that are speaking death over me. And I know that seems intense, but like the way that you speak over people can either uplift you or take you down, uplift you or defeat you. And I would rather have no friends than have friends that are speaking negative words over my life or, you know, not believing in, in my ability to, to make my vision happen for my life. So, um, I'm not saying be alone forever. I'm just saying in this season of your life, do you want to have friends that lift you up or, you know, or not? And I would, I would say, you know, cut yourself, like cut those people out of your life. Toxic people are going to make you toxic and they're going to really um, get you on a path that is for you or not for you. And you're going to learn a lot of lessons. You're going to have to have a lot of hard conversations. And I think hard conversations are incredible and I'm addicted to them lately. (laughs) Yeah, they really are. Conversations end up being, they kind of make you feel life more, you know, like just the honest, raw conversations where you're trying to just completely show everything that you're feeling, you know, I, I love those types as well. And it's super important for growth, for strengthening relationships and right. Like we're living in a scene right now where a lot of people opportunity to completely reinvent themselves, right? Like you can completely reinvent your life right now. The crappy thing about quarantine and this virus is that Obviously, it's harming a lot of lives. It's losing a lot of, you know, jobs for people. There are so many negatives about it. But why don't we focus a little bit on the opportunity? There's opportunity. And you can take this opportunity to do a friend cleanse. You can take this opportunity to start that side biz that you've always told yourself you're too busy for. You'll do one day. You can, you know, create the opportunity of getting really healthy, starting to meditate, starting to journal, learn more about yourself, create a better relationship with yourself, catch up with old friends that always made you feel good about yourself and maybe don't talk to the negative friends as much and start to gradually phase them out. Like you have way more control than you think you do right now in this season. And I just want to just tell that to the world because so many of us have started quarantine, like I said earlier, on the wrong foot, you know, and they still feel like they have to continue it on the wrong foot. They have to, you know, keep being unhealthy, sleeping in, not working on that side hustle they want to work on. When in reality, you can start right now and still reinvent yourself in a completely incredible way in the next few months. It really doesn't take long. Just start, you know? I think that that's so exciting for people. And I mean, like even you and I, like every day during this time, And also it's not just this time, although right now it's like we're more confined and we're more, um, you know, having to be forced to kind of stay put. But even during this time, it's like you and I, people that are seeking growth at like an exponential rate, we can reinvent ourselves tomorrow. So no matter where you are on this journey, it doesn't disqualify you for reinventing yourself. Like 
you and I can do that tomorrow. And so can anyone else. It's, it's who you decide to be every day that you wake up is yours and you must Mm -hmm. own that. You must, um, take control. Yeah. I love what you say. I mean, Jack Canfield's first chapter in his book, like completely changed the trajectory of my life. And I know it had, I knew, I know it did the same thing for you. And I think it's such an important reminder to just own it, whatever it is, Own it. the bad, good, the ugly, the beautiful, you just own it. And you take what you have right now and you decide what you want to do with it tomorrow. Yeah. 100%. And even if it's a situation where it's really easy to be the victim and it's really easy to say, oh, like, poor me, you know, this happened to me. You still need to take responsibility because your actions have led up to that point, right? Like, I think in that book, Jack actually gives an example of a woman being sad or a man being sad because his woman left him and took the kids and just like, you know, like, just like left in the middle of the night without saying anything. But then it's like, you look at the backstory and in in the book it goes, it's like, Oh yeah. You know, Jack, uh, not Jack. The the man was always, you know, when the woman came home from work and he would always be on the TV or watching TV and like not really be a good husband in certain ways, not help out around the house and just be, you know, just like, kind of a a bore and, and wasn't helpful and wasn't loving and wasn't romantic. And, you know, that years and years of that led up to her leaving. And, um, you know, in the moment it's easy if you have a situation like that, I know it's a totally random example, but you know, in the moment it's easy to say, Oh, poor me, this happened to me. Look what they did to me. But then when you look back in retrospect, it's like you weren't trying for years and it's like the compound effect things add up. Right. So, yeah, what you, yeah, you just have to own it. And I think that victim mentality will always get you nowhere because it's not, it's not that it's like happening to you, it's happening for you. And I think that the moment that you kind of readjust your mindset on how you look at it, that's everything. So I think if people could take like three things from this conversation, it's like own it recreate yourself any moment in quarantine and out of quarantine fall in love with failing because that is part of the process to get you to where you want to be and try things on you know yeah yeah well on that note you have a meeting in a minute and we're gonna end this quick and easy because my businesswoman best friend has lots of deals to be made (laughs) I love you. Thank you for sending your time. I love you so much. Always happy to have you. And that that conversation just gave me some good feels. And I really know it will help a lot of people listening too. And oh sorry. I was just saying I think that this kind of conversation is what people need to find in friendships. Find people that are able to light that fire in you that is already in you. Like whenever we talk, after I leave, I'm like I feel like I could conquer the world and yeah. there's so much fire in me when, after we talk and even if I'm like exhausted or running from meeting to meeting, it's a moment that you like, you connect with another soul that's on your level. And that's a really special thing. It's special. And I'm so lucky to have you. What I was going to say earlier is where can everyone find you? Instagram, how can they connect with you and see more of your inspiring life? 
I am on Instagram, Tayanita, and that's pretty much where I keep all my social stuff. I am starting a YouTube channel, but I don't know when, so stay tuned. And I have- uh, news to me. Yay. Oh, dream. Okay, guys, go check her out. Thank you again, my love.